Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. What's up, Cheese Grater? How you doing? Cheese Grater? Yeah. That was a good one. I like that. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Today is Cheese Grating Day. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Yo, uh, so, real talk, real uh, real time, today is National Cheese Grater Day. Is it? No, I don't fucking know. Uh, is it good as, well, all right, <laughs> now we have to look it up, because that would be fucked up if it is. <laughs> Why would that even be a thing? They do have national everything fucking day. What national day is is it today? Uh, real time. It is Denim Day. Boom, motherfucker! National Peace Rose Day. National Shrimp Scampi Day. No way. And National Cheese Grater Day. How the fuck would you know <laughs> that? Because I know things. Now, when this comes out, it will be... A different day. It will be... what? What is the day this comes out? <laughs> Ooh. National Devil's Food Cake. Oh, they changed uh, it. Yeah, Devil's Food Cake Day will be the day. Yeah. When this episode releases, you can all celebrate National Devil Food Cake Day and National Cheese Grater Day. Yeah. So National congratulations Walnut on that. Day is May seventeenth. You think John Podesta will be celebrating that day with his walnut sauce? No. No. Sorry. He'll cross be, over there. He'll be he'll be locked up by then, hopefully. Ooh. Ooh, write that down, because what if he is? Like, right before that, they arrest him. That'd be crazy. Nice. Um, yeah. So what up, motherfucker? What's going on, buddy? Oh. Oh. Right off the bat, I gotta, I gotta get going here with this yeah. can of whoop-ass. Get your can open. Nice. Yeah. It's nice, nice sound, bro. It's, uh, you bought me this monster Java... Monster. Swiss chocolate Swiss type chocolate. shit. I was like, where the fuck's the, what the it is? on the top by your fucking top can opener. So it's delicious. So I've been reading some books Yeah, let's talk lately. about, oh fuck, you know what I forgot to get was the, oh, the notepad. Dick. Dickhead! So. Continue. My, my editor friend, who helps me edit my books, had posted a picture of him with Heath. A, yes, Heath. Okay. He had posted a picture of him with an author and the book signing. So 
I was intrigued. I'm like, all right, what, what book is he reading? What's this all about? So I clicked on the fucking link, zoomed in on a picture. The book is called Pussy Planet. <laughs> and I'm like, that's an interesting it fucking. Can be purchased on Amazon? Yes, it can be. All right, I'm gonna look at yes, it. Yes, both books are. So oh, Pussy Planet. Pussy Planet. Yep. That's it right there. Wow. Pussy Planet and Other Endearing Tales. Pull it up and read the... Like uh, Kimmy D? Yeah. So weird. What an interesting... Read, read the fucking... Uh, what the book's about, man. All right. Let me read this. This is Kimmy D. This is Kimmy D's brain. You've been warned. By turns hysteric, hysterically filthy and heartbreakingly sincere, Pussy Planet chronicles snapshots of the life of an irreverent woman. From an unintentionally foul-mouthed offspring to masturbation mishaps to living with an anxiety disorder to the loss of a parent, Pussy Planet is an insightful and ridiculously funny collection of personal essays from a writer with a totally unique and screwed-up view of the world. This is Kimmy D's Pussy Planet. We're only along for the ride. Yeah. Interesting. So, I, you know, I, I, I added her on Facebook and because uh, she, she had posted something that... Uh, if you bought the book from her, she'll autograph it and all that. So, I fuck, I'll buy it from her, you know. So, hit her up. Getting five out of five on Amazon. Yeah. I hit her up and I was like, so, you know, I want to get your books. And she's like, well, I just realized that my second book that just came out has some typos and some stuff. So, I don't have that readily available, but you can buy the first one. All right, that's cool. So, I bought the first one, sent it to me, signed it, all that good stuff. And it, she writes like I do. It's as if you're having a conversation, which I think is really cool, because other than my book, I've never read a book like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she says shit that's fucking hilarious. Like, she just talks like I'm talking to you now. Foul mouth, like, the shit she says, the things she describes. It's it's, it's a funny fucking book, dude. I really liked the it. The Pussy Planet. The Pussy Planet. And then I got an email from her the other day. Um, she got her second book back, and that one's called Heart Boners and Unicorn Farts. <laughs> Click on that one. Click on that. Okay. Heart boners and unicorn farts. You want me to read this one? There's not much to it. Oh, yeah. It just says... Click on the look inside. Read a little, little snippet of it. Where are you? Top left that? of the book. Right here? Look up. It says look inside. Okay. Kimmy D. Scroll down. Now, is that her? Uh, it's a, a, On the cover with yeah. a unicorn? I think it's a, a version of her, yes. Okay. Copyright. So you get like the first chapter or something? I don't know if I'm, how much it goes. All right. The Sermon on Turd Mount. Do you want me to read this? or? Yeah, go ahead. Read it a little bit from her. Excuse me. <clears throat> Dearest readers, I hope you're prepared to sin your fucking faces off through the course of this book. Or at least become an accessory to sin, which is probably at least a five-year sentence to purgatory which I'm pretty sure is a never-ending barrage of online which serial slash cartoon character slash infectious, infectious disease are you, while Adele's Hello plays on a constant loop. So, in the interest of preserving your eternal soul, or at least to prevent another 30-day posting ban on Facebook, let us pray. This would also be an opposite or opportune time to get a fake ke- a, f- you. a few keggles in because your soul probably isn't the only thing that could use a little tightening up all right without further ado do let's get our salvation on clear throat and catholic 
It's like a regular ahem, only dripping with existential guilt. Congregation, please stay seated on your lazy asses and thumb your e-reader to the Book of Social Media, Chapter 6, and wipe the Cheeto dust from your fingers first, for Christ's sakes. No, don't lick it. Ugh. Now you've just smeared it all over the screen. Jesus, you people are fucking hopeless. <laughs> uh, can we get on with this shit now, please? The Kardashians are about to go live on Instagram, and if I'm not tuned in and spewing hateful remarks in the comments section, how will anyone know how edgy I am? All right, study this passage and your eternal soul will be saved and your embarrassing browser history will be wiped when you log off this world for good. One. Also, it's like a, it's like the Bible. Yeah, her, her opening is, with yeah. The, with the one and the two and yeah. the, all right, one. For God so tolerated the world that he gave us Tom from MySpace that who's, whosoever creates an account should have shitty gifts and undeletable friend. But you ungrateful fucks forsook your one begotten buddy, banishing him into in- internet obscurity to rot for all eternity next to Goosebumps Girl and Nyan Cat. But all whom all, do, all whom deleteth their account shall not perish, but gain thousands of followers on Twitter. Two. But then Zuckerberg said, I am the Lord your God who lured you away from MySpace, then sold your stupid data, and I dropped these ten terms and conditions on thee. Three, and please pay thee no mind to the burning bush before you, for I am an antibiotics for that. I am on. I am on <laughs> antibiotics for that. Thou shalt censor all female nipples, at, as it is only male boob hats that do not offend, uh, for I am a jealous CEO and have unresolved mommy issues. Thou shalt not post spoilers of that show everyone is watching, but instead publicly lament the stupidity of everything other people enjoy, for thine superiority complex shall be thine salvation. Thou shalt always add, hashtag blessed, when posting ugly pictures of thine bratty kids, for through feigned pride no one will know you were low-key contemplating murdering them five fucking minutes ago for interrupting your intense game of Candy Crush over their annoying desire to be fed. Because I need to go get my kids some food. Uh, Honor thy father and mother by accepting their Facebook (laughs) friend requests, and when thou deletest their accidentally all caps, joke-killing comments they feel compelled to make on every single goddamn post, convince them it must have been a glitch for low technology cannot be trusted, for the Internet is an entitled millennial and the second most powerful weapon in the war on Christmas next to seasonal Starbucks cups. Uh, thou shalt always check in when thine actually shows up to church, for the eyes of the Lord are religious about refreshing his four square feet. Uh, thou shalt not commit adultery by sliding into a stranger's DMs and sending nudes, but keep thine phone pin protected away, anyway. and anyway, just in case. Thou shalt not steal thy neighbor's dank memes, but instead press share so as to give the original poster due credit. Thou shalt share inspirational quotes the day after being tagged in lascivious blackout drunk party photos for all sins are forgiven if senseless platitudes are plastered over portraits of Marilyn Monroe. Very wordy, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I'm struggling with this. Uh, Thou shalt voice their outrage over every single news story as those who argue with strangers in the comments section shall inherit the earth. 
Thou shalt substitute an asterisk for at least one letter of each swear word for the for the Lord God's heavenly algorithm does not pick up fucking cunt liquor. <laughs> four. <laughs> now we're on to four. We'll, we'll finish the uh, yeah four or five here, and then uh, we'll uh, number four. Those who rebel or defy the above terms shall be subject to the ban hammer, which can only be lifted by Zuckerberg himself, who is like Thor, only less muscular and more Jewish. Number five, but the cowardly and unbelieving, the vile, the sexually immoral, those who practice practice meme arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to run massive fan pages. This will bring a sense of success to their stupid lives spent hidden away in their parents' basements and elevate their souls to master troll stature in the e-kingdom of God. Amen and shit. Now we go to Pussygate. That's the first chapter is Pussygate. Well, I did it. It took two years, several meltdowns, <laughs> and enough vodka to drown a herd of horny unicorns. But I published my first book. I fulfilled my lifelong dream of becoming a best-selling author, and I will be mem- memorialized for the duration of human existence for Pussy Planet and Other Endearing Tales, a masterpiece of modern literature. Well, maybe not so much the last part. But at least a dozen people are now richer in spirit for having read that riveting account of my very first yeast infection, and that's success enough for me. Interesting. So just that right there, it does remind me kind of how your mm-hmm. uh, Dave's Not Here book, where you mm-hmm. uh, covered interesting sexcapades and yes. whatnot. Yes. Now, do you really hear about her first yeast infection? Yes. Okay. First period, first yeast infection. Shall I continue? Pussy Planet could be categorized as either a raging success or an epic flop, depending on which side of the mood spectrum I happened to be straddling when asked. The reviews that that trickled in were actually pretty great. Not a single one even forced me into the fetal position for a good old-fashioned ugly cry, and that's kind of my go-to coping mechanism for slight or even imagined criticism. Sales were dismal, though, even by self-published debut memoir of an absolute nobody's standards. And for that, there is only one person to logically blame. Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) This feels like an appropriate time to mention that if you're looking for a narrator who shoulders any responsibility for their own failures, this probably isn't it. But I do at least blame myself for loads of shit that is completely out of my control because life is all about balance. Well, balance and fried cheese. But mostly fried cheese. I had been soiling various dark corners of the internet with my writing for five years prior to the publication of Pussy Planet, and during that time I wanted to make following my potty mouth tirade so damn accessible that my friends and family would have no excuse for missing my breakthrough article chronicling the complicated logistics of mid-air bug orgies. So like any good self-absorbed wannabe internet celebrity, I made myself a Facebook fan page. Have you ever made a fan page for yourself, Dave? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you? Mm -hmm. Like a... Day Black fan page? No. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, like, because at a time when I first started doing all the uh, improv stuff, I had too many friends. I couldn't have more friend requests. And oh. so I did the Facebook fan page. But isn't, isn't a fan supposed to create the fan page? Yeah, I gave... I don't remember who it was I gave like, admin rights to. Oh, you gave it like... You turned it... You started yeah. it and then gave it over yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, and, hey, manage this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to say Zach, but I don't know if that was right yeah, or not. It probably was Zach. I could see that. Zach, you're going to see my fucking fan page part. My first fan page when my first fan page was named for my fecal-minded blog, Turd Mountain, as I didn't expect my writing career would advance much beyond 
alliterative poop puns. But as my follower count grew from a few hundred to over 7,000, I realized I had really shit the bed with that page name. I was a real writer, damn it. I didn't want to be forever tied to juvenile bathroom jokes. I wanted to expand my horizons, follow my dreams. After all, I also enjoyed writing about dicks and jizz. She likes to write about dicks and jizz. As it turned out, the fans of a Facebook page with color-coordinated clip art toilets for a profile pic became surprisingly militant whenever I attempted to stray from the outhouse humor. One loyal latrine lover even sent me a graphic and troubling specific death threat over my expressed desire to branch out beyond the bathroom, and I decided it was time to flush Turd Mountain for good, the blog and the Facebook page both. I wasn't ready to completely give up on the notion of internet notoriety just yet, though, I was still fairly new to the writing scene, and I believed having a built-in fan base would come in handy if I ever managed to produce anything marketable. Writing for the internet was rewarding and all, especially with the death threats, but I aspired to someday see my life's work in non-clickbait format. A girl can dream, right? So I endeavored to start a new fan page that could grow with my career, but whose name would still unwittingly entice new followers? I may have been delusional about my future success, but at least I knew that the only way to get my work widely read was to dupe people into thinking it was something else. And as it turned out, social media marketing was a lot fucking easier than actually sitting down to write. (laughs) The generic Kimmy D author was way too boring. Nobody knew who the fuck I was aside from that death threat guy. Who would blindly follow that? Plus, I wasn't really an author yet. I had only, uh, only a few published articles and a short story under my belt. I had no right to get all pretentious about it. <laughs> so with equal parts humility and hilarity, my sophisticated, sophisticatedly <laughs> professional new Facebook fan page was born. D's nuts. <laughs> to show how serious I had become in regard to my literary endeavors, I even made D's nuts profile picture one of my actual face, albeit with the word shithead stamped diagonally across the image in 72 point font. I was nervous as I had never put my real face out there for all the world to see, and to say mean things about from safely behind their keyboards. Hell, someone had just threatened to kill me over poop. (laughs) I couldn't wait for the Internet's finest to spew hate at me for being too thin, too frumpy, or to get a load of my goddamn eyebrows. And in defense of potential trolls, my eyebrows were fucking atrocious at that time, and I wouldn't have faulted the fine flaw seekers of Facebook if they'd suggested that I go kill myself over them. That's something you would say. (laughs) It is. But it turned out my fears were unwarranted because, much like my invisible high school years, no one paid any damn attention to what I looked like. So, victory? These nuts grew slowly but steadily, and as it did, my mind deteriorated into unproductive mush. As my fan base expanded, I froze and all but stopped writing, so I alternated between posting stupid memes and unpublishing the page for months at a time. So as not to lose followers while I worked out whatever bullshit my beloved bipolar and panic disorders were beating into my brain. Wow. Unpublished. So, like, you, that prevents people from Seeing it. unfollowing it because it's just gone. And yep. all of a sudden, it's there again. Yep. And they're following it still. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Um, the idea to write Pussy Planet was actually conceived during a manic spell, which just goes to show that even mental illness gets really fucking boring in your 30s. During my 20s, my manias involved copious amounts of drugs, anonymous sex, and occasionally getting uh, smucked by cars in bar parking lots after losing unprovoked fights. I don't know what smucked is. 
Me neither. In my 30s, I sat in front of a computer for months on end, typing about my irrational fear of wearing mismatched shoes. And as the mania waned, so did my motivation to write a book. Not only did I doubt my non-frenzied brain's ability to ejaculate an entire book's worth of essays, I wondered who the fuck would ever want to read such a mess. But every time I quit, which was early and often, the notion that writing was crucial to my sanity would was would creep back in, and I'd fish my laptop out of whatever heap of trash I'd last tossed it onto. Side note, Sony makes incredibly durable electronics in case you're in the market and maybe a little unstable. <laughs> While I was ultimately writing Pussy Planet for myself, I'm not going to pretend I didn't care if, I, if anyone else ever read it. I wanted everyone on Earth to read the damn thing. Well, at least everyone I didn't have to make eye contact with on a regular basis. It's one thing to tell people, tell complete strangers about all your masturbation mishaps. It gets a little weird when your inability to gratify yourself becomes the hot topic during Thanksgiving dinner at the in-laws, although the trials and tribulations of my sex-starved snatch is probably still a more comfortable holiday discussion than politics. So I was glad I had kept D's nuts going during my long writing lulls, and by the time Pussy Planet was complete, I had 13,000 fans primed and ready to read all the nitty-gritty details of my vaginal misadventures. Page dynamics had changed a lot on Facebook in the year or two prior to Pussy Planet's release, though. Thanks to algorithms and the hunger for advertising revenue, liking a page no longer meant you would see said page's content in your newsfeed. Thanks to this particular bout of Facebook fuckery, by the time Pussy Planet was published... My posts were luck- lucky to reach a hundred readers. Out of peas there. Mm-hmm. About to pop my peas. Pop that so I decided to sell my soul to the curly-haired devil by giving Facebook my money. It seemed the only way to get a post seen was to boost it, which was Facebook's fancy term for mm-hmm. extortion. Still, <laughs> it, it seemed like a worthy investment. I had twelve thousand fans that might actually want to buy and read my book. I'm certain the other thousand were just lurking there to quietly judge my ever-evolving eyebrow situation. If I could just inform them that it existed. So I gave Facebook my PayPal info, credit card number, blood type, and promised them the soul of my next-born so that they'd deliver the information about my book to only those sordid individuals that had already consciously chosen to follow my exploits in the first fucking place. A day later, I received an email from the Wizards of Blahs themselves, the Facebook ad department. My boosted post had been rejected because it violated Facebook's coveted terms of conditions. Terms and conditions. The word pussy was simply too dirty. They even refunded my money, and I must admit it felt pretty cool for Facebook to deem me too morally bankrupt to accept my advertising revenue. I appealed the advertising department's decision and tried several more boosted posts and ads, all with the same outcome, and eventually Facebook got sick of my shit and axed D's nuts altogether. Ooh. Yeah. I had finally published a book but completely lost access to my fan base. All over a silly vaginal euphemism. Ain't that a cunt. I'll admit, I had a day or two of regret over using the word pussy. That's why I went the safe route and named this book Heart Moaners. <laughs> it's not like excited dicks have ever been taboo. Any child who has ever watched a single sporting event on television is well-versed in erectile etiquette. But ob- obviously the whole world would come crashing down if we were allowed to throw around a word most of the same most of those same children associate with adorable little kitty cats all willy nilly. Willy nilly, by the way, means erratic and unpredictable ejaculation pattern. And is perfectly Facebook friendly. 
I look into other advertising sources, but most outlets posted a similar uh, set of rules regarding propriety. And I had a very specific audience in mind for Pussy Planet. You know, the one I had spent several fucking years building. Even without advertising, though, sales weren't com- weren't complete shit. The limited commercial success of Pussy Planet depended solely on word of mouth, and as with all things v- vagina-related, one should never underestimate the power of the mouth. I have never expected to get rich by writing, and while I did sort of hope I'd at least break even with Pussy Planet in a much shorter span of time, I wasn't too upset by the dismal sales numbers. Each complimentary review more than made up for the lack of copies. Out polluting the world. Out polluting, yeah, I was at something, I don't know. Uh, let me start that sentence over. Each complimentary review more than made up for the lack of copies out polluting the world, and those popped up pretty regularly during the first few months. Besides conquering my dipshitty brain long enough to get my work out into the wild was victory enough, I'd set a goal, I'd achieve it, and I'd even manage to offend the sensibilities of the planet's most popular social network in the process. I had a lot to be proud of, including that I dared to print the world's most offensive non-swear word. But then the whole world went pussy crazy. Yeah, it did. Three months after the publication of Pussy Planet and Other Endearing Tales, the now infamous Access Hollywood recording of the Tangerine Manchild in Chief bragging about how he was so rich and dreamy he could just grab him by the pussy, went viral, and suddenly the horribly offensive word that got me banned from Facebook was goddamn everywhere. You couldn't turn on the local evening news without being subjected to some dead-eyed anchor turning eight shades of red as they tried to relay the day's pussy-grabbing saga update with a straight face. And that should have been the end of the election, right? I mean, it should have never gotten to that point to begin with, but since it somehow did, it should have probably stopped at that point of a major candidate bragging about committing sexual assault on the regular. I told my daughter that was the end of it anyway. I was seasoned enough in American politics to know that you shouldn't be on tape bragging about non-consensual grabbing of women by their word banned by Facebook but endorsed by daytime <laughs> television. Uh, but the campaign didn't end, and neither did America's newfound obsession with the word pussy. Almost done. A few months and a photographically proven poorly attended inauguration later, all the Aunt Helens of the world were proudly wearing pink pussies on their heads while they stood in line at Starbucks and the edginess of pussy dried out and shriveled up forever. But at least we'll always have that heart-wrenching story of my first yeast infection to serve as a reminder of the good old days when the word pussy still oozed with class. Epilogue. Yeah, you could read that and be done with it. Sometime between writing and publication of this book, Pussy Planet and Other Enduring Tales was picked up and re-released by Mobius Books. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that. Yeah. Mobius? Mobius? Mobius, I think. Without even leading to the complete destruction and demoralization of the planet, so go suck on D's nuts, Zuckerfuck. <laughs> oh, Zuckerfuck. Yeah. Nice. Nice, huh? Jack so, shit. No, no, no. In yeah, no. <laughs> So that was the first chapter. If you enjoyed my rendition of mm. this, you can actually hear the way better version. <laughs> I yeah. think she has. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. not no for the for the uh, Pussy Planet. She actually has yeah, a Pussy Planet audible, audible version. Yeah. yeah, and it's her reading it. Yeah, it's probably way better than my version. Yeah, and like I, said, I think the first book is funnier. I mean, this one's still funny. There's a little bit of funniness in the first part that you read, but I, I like her writing still. I think she's fucking cool, and I talk to her on the reg, you know, every once in a while. So, she's pretty dope. She's got a copy of my book. I don't know if so, she's read it or not yet, but we swapped out. 
Your Look, chicks. Now, where's she from? How does she Mini- know Heath? Minnesota. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think she was in Milwaukee signing books, and he mm. went and got. I don't know how he found her or anything. Interesting. But uh, yeah. So, so I, when's she I, a guest on the show? Um, I'm working on it. She has severe anxiety, so she's uh, she's working on making it cool to be able to do the show. So doing a podcast, not on, not viewed, just heard, is still anxiety. Yeah, she's she's very anxious about a lot of things. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm working. Well, I know on it. people like I know like people like when you're on camera get anxiety. I would get anxiety. If we did something live, like on a stage, mm-hmm. I'd probably have to have a few beers and then I'd loosen up. But that's all I need. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I guess I don't understand anxiety because I don't have certain right. levels of anxiety right. that some people get, like, panic attacks and shit. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. that is. I don't get them. So. Yeah, it could be very debilitating. Yeah. That's what I hear. So, but, yeah. see, it's, it's hard for people to understand that don't have that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you read the first one, you'd under- you get kind of more understanding of her. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I just first time I ever heard of her. Yeah, I don't. Know, I didn't talk about it before. I'll bring you the first book next time because yeah. I'm done with it. And how long is it? So, uh, it's like 150, 160 oh, pages. It's a quick read then. Yeah, it's it's more yeah. like mine. The second one is 180 pages. I'm 50 pages in. Nice. Oh, she's so, already read what I just read. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting story of uh, the fan pages and all that. Yeah. Down. Yeah, it's funny that you know they Facebook wouldn't let her fucking advertise it because of the word pussy, but then. Once Trump had the whole grab, bullshit grabbed by, grab by the pussy thing that's way overblown on proportion, everybody says pussy everywhere now. And now it's fine. It's an acceptable word now. Well, they had the fucking vagina monologues, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was a popular but, fucking but it was vagina? vagina yeah. Yeah, but how many people went around and said, oh, you fucking pussy? Like, I, yeah, I call you a pussy how many times a day? I understand, you know I, mean? I understand why Facebook... But Facebook's a joke. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. They're, they're a joke. And that's why I like her little Ten Commandments making fun of the whole thing. Like, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, those Ten but, Commandments were a little wordy for me. I, yeah. I was not ready to read scripture, <laughs> albeit parody scripture. <laughs> right. I was not expecting that, so I was not in the right mindset. But I I struggled through. I got through yeah, it. Yeah, you got through it. It was wordy. So. And uh, Do you like it? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I'm, I am curious. And I want to read more. Yeah. You know, I'll, uh, like I said, I'll bring you... Don't read any more of this one because that next chapter is about her dad. And spoiler, he dies in the first book. Ooh. So you want to read that first before you read that part of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, she's cool. She's she's interesting. Hey, well, but yeah, I offered it to her last week. I think I said that she could be on the show, and she said she'll have to work up some way to get it. So, but yeah. What if she just thought we were just all just talking over Skype, but put out the, in her mind that it was being recorded? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess it's just a mindset in my mind. Like, if I actually sat here and thought, oh, my God, a million people are going to hear this, I would probably start, like, tensing up and sweating and all that. If I don't think about it, I'm just thinking, like, hey, I'm just having a conversation with Dave in this giant black cock that's in front of my face. <laughs> Right. And Tyrone, if you could actually get the fuck out of the way, you're kind of in the way. I can't get to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Tyrone. Yeah, he's always there with his big black cock. Like, yeah, get the fuck always. out of the way, you know? Like, yes, I see it. He's like my dog. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking there all the time. That's why I call him, what's up, dog? 
Anyway. Anyway, so what else we got going on? Um, so we got some things. All right. Uh, we got the uh, Bill Nye Joe Biden debate coming up. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, super excited about. I that was uh, I was going through stuff. Got lots of papers and stuff. I was trying to organize a bit. Yeah, stuff. The studio's a mess. Um, and I found this fucking notepad with one piece of paper left on it. Nice. And up at the top it says movies underlined. Cool. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I started looking down and I was like, oh, these are ideas me and David must have come up with at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Must have been a long time ago. Yeah. Probably within the last two years, that would be my guess. That's a long time for us. Yeah. So I'm going to read some of the... These are just... I'm guessing these are either the names of the movie, like working titles, mm-hmm. or these were kind of like the... I think this was what we wanted to to do. And now maybe we shouldn't even do this on the air, because this might be off the air type thing, but... It's too late now, man. It's too late now. I already brought it up. So the top... The first one. Missing Persons. Do you recall? Yeah. you recall that uh, plot? Yeah. Okay, I don't. Springfield. Oh, is that what that one is? Yep. Okay, so we renamed it since. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Secret Shoppers. Yep. That was a movie? That was going to be... A, I recall this. Was like a web series or a TV show. I thought show. this was going to be like... Yeah, it was going to be like a web series yeah. of us doing that type of thing, yep. almost in a pranky kind of way. Yes. Okay. Uh, Bigfoot, I remember this. Yep. Uh, there can be only one. And this was based on. I, I vaguely remember this was like. Uh, this one was crazy. This one was this one, one of was those like uh, Inception type thing. Yeah, multi-dimensional yeah. type. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it like was, the movie. It's kind of like the movie one that I showed you, the trailer yeah. for Jet Li. And then we expanded on that yeah. concept. Yeah. Uh, Talk dirty to me. Was we were going to remake? That. Redo it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, explore with us. I remember this one. Yes. This one I came up with. Yes. This was, well, without getting into too many details. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we're kind of like a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Deucin movie? Yep. That's basically uh, following the Springfield Deucin. one. Yeah, that was. But the origin story of the Deucin family. Yeah, so this is actually like the movie. The mm. Missing Persons is the prequel. Correct. Yes. Basically. Uh, Family Secret. This must have been yours. That's I don't, one of mine, yeah. I don't remember That's this one. one. Of mine, yeah. So. Without um, too many details, just yeah, like a one liner pitch. Um, three people drinking, partying, decide to kill somebody. Oh, yeah, this joke. is the, the Maya story. Yep, yep. <laughs> Not that that's a true story. Yeah, it's, no. But Maya was Loosely involved based in, on a true story, yeah. in creating kind of the yeah. plot. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember that now. Uh, Dark Web Murder Box, I remember this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dumb Lawyer. <laughs> it's kind of turned into a character oh, yeah. on the show, I think. Yeah. Uh, I that's... think we're actually thinking about doing a movie on that guy. Before we started doing him, I think. Yeah. And then... Bill Nye if I'm not up. sure, I'm not sure, but I believe he's also writing a book. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, he is. so that concept kind of branched into other things. It's inter- it's interesting to see. Like, maybe we should start dating these pages because right. go back like four years later and look at this shit and be like, oh yeah, where yeah. did that? How did that end up becoming a thing? He's got a chapter in. He's got a full but, chapter yeah. done. I'm curious to <laughs> read that. Um, yeah. Organ trafficking. <laughs> It's the next line. I don't remember that one at all. I don't either. I think it must have been one I uh, came up with and maybe never told you 
<laughs> or yeah. something like that. But I think I had an idea here. Yeah, because I don't even know you knew how to play the piano. No, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I don't think it's that. David Kent Oregon? And then uh, I have Black Ops movie, which we yeah. were actually developing that one for a while. Yeah, that one got killed. Well, I think it's still... Yeah, I mean, it's 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 on life support at this time. It's not dead yet. Oh, so David killed that movie. No, we stopped doing it because we were waiting to do shit, and then fucking Corona happened. Well... Before Corona, shit either happened too, but... Oh, we moved on to, uh, you know, the, there's the one we were filming that's not even listed here. It's kind of similar to Dark Web Murder Box. Yes. But we were filming that, and we need to finish that one. Yes, we do. Yeah. But that one is where we were filming all the fucking issues with um, them changing our scenes. Yeah, or our, our uh, set setting. Location, yeah. And we got to figure that out, plus coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what we're going to do with all that, but... Yeah, so that, movies. Yeah. Lots in the hopper, plus all the shit you're doing with uh, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I've got three that we're doing with Matt. More than likely, all three of those will get done before any of that gets done. Probably, The yeah. thing with me is, we get lots of fucking ideas, but why don't we ever follow through? Or what's the issue? There's always something. Time and money. Time and money. Yeah. You know, um... Because we talk about, well, let's just go like the Black Ops one. You know, we were trying to get it all laid out, and then everything changed. Then we had to change the script, and then I think it's because the, a lot of the these cast, plots require a, a big lot of cast, cast, and yeah. it's hard to do because there's so many people out there that like they'll agree to it, and then when it comes time, they have lives. Yeah, and, and we we can't throw a shit ton of money at people because we don't have the shit ton of money to throw right. at them so then it's like all right well we need we need eight really reliable people so then it's like it's like fucking splitting hairs of well, who's more reliable than who can right. we guarantee will show up when we need them and and will they fit this character and sh- you know it's just it's it's really yeah, hard it's a pain in the ass we kind of give up on it for that reason yeah a, a lot of the movies it is mm-hmm. i mean i don't know maybe we need to find somebody that funds movies or something. I don't know. Yeah. You're kind of learning that. Yeah, I'm with, I'm uh, I'm getting that piece of it now with uh, the new movie that Matt and I are working on. Um so yeah, I'll get a couple of movies under my belt with him doing that and then maybe we'll figure out a way to do it on our end too. That was, that, that that's one thing I don't know, and maybe we shouldn't even be talking about this on there, but for me, I don't like having to say, Well, this is the idea Dave and I created. You third party fucking money giver mm-hmm. now wants to stick your nose into the it's kind of like hollywood well well why don't you just change it to a peach no because it's a fucking apple it's called the apple right and now you want to change it to a peach like well it's just a small change okay but it's called the apple why are why are we because you're giving me 10 grand you have to change it to a peach yeah just no, because you want it like that shit drives me nuts and i know that shit happens in hollywood mm. And that's the part I don't like having to well, have somebody fund something. When you put you know put the contract together, you specifically lay that out and say you're giving us money. You have no control over anything that we it still do. Still happens though. I, I'll bring the contract. Be like, look, you sign this contract right here. Says so you, you have no input. So fuck off. See you later. Thanks for your money. Have a good day. Or there's no contract. Oh no, there will be for money. When you raise money, there's got to be a contract. No, oh, that's what I'm saying. You would never get the contract if because a lot of these motherfuckers wouldn't agree to that. They would want some control, some creative mm-hmm. control. Even if it's 1%, they could argue they're 1%. Yeah. 
that's the thing. If you could get your fucking sealed tight contract, yeah. I don't think a lot of these people, if they're handing well, over, it depends on what they're handing over. The last one that we did, not to get too in-depth with everything, because I wasn't on all of that side of things, um, all the people that were involved in actually physically handing us money had no input whatsoever. Okay. So, well, I mean, if, you, if that can be worked out. Mm-hmm. I just don't like, you know, when we come up with an idea, I don't want some douche mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, I got money I can throw at you. I wish you want to be on the thing as executive producer. And we have this, okay. And and then later on down the line while we're filming something, yeah, you just bake it a peach. <laughs> yeah, I'm using it as an example. Yeah, you're using that a lot. You but, want, do you want a peach? Do you need to no, I actually don't peach? like peaches. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, it's a dumb example, but mm-hmm. it's it's that's the stupid shit that right. happens. Right. Like, I hear about it in Hollywood and shit. Like, they, movies that are going to get that never get off the ground because one fucking idiot executive producer that thought he needed to shoehorn his dumb fucking idea into what would have been a brilliant idea mm-hmm. fucks it all up. You know what I mean? Then we never right. get that amazing movie that we were all wanting to see, you know, like... Right, Sharknado 7. Yeah, like Goonies 2 or something, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Beetlejuice 2, yeah. Oh, I love Beetlejuice. Man. Say it one more time and it'll show up. Beetlejuice, motherfucker! He <laughs> didn't show up. Didn't show up. I think Bastard. you have to say it three times or something. I did say it three times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. There you go. Three times in a row. Okay, well. Nothing. I don't think it's real. It's not, dude. Um, anyways. So, yeah. I like doing movies on the DL, though, too. Like, on the mm-hmm. down low, we don't have to fucking answer to nobody. We just kind of do our own thing. Right. It's finding a good group of reliable people. And I mm-hmm. think, in general, we have a good group of about five to six what it's hard to do in my mind these big concept movies mm-hmm. with five or six people right. you know right and so it's either trying to turn down the big concept to fit your five or six people or you know and it can be done it's just more it's just a lot of work and a lot of like yeah. time and with the traction that we're gaining from the other movie we should be able to, like, the first day they had, like, 27 fucking extras. Mm-hmm. It's unheard of in Rockford. You know what I mean? We've had extra calls before, and, like, two or three people showed up. Or nobody showed up. You know what well, I mean? A big thing with, with how Matt does is the press release to the news, and then they talk about, oh, they're so-and-so's filming mm-hmm. a movie in Rockford. Mm-hmm. And it's on the newspaper. It's in all that, which is good. The other That's the other thing with me is I like to do everything on the DL. Right. Like, I don't want a bunch of people to know. <laughs> that we're doing this, which is another problem. That's, that's like my own demons working against me mm-hmm. is you need the word out there to draw the people to you for the interest. But then like, he's got the full crew though, too, to handle like right. the shit like that. Like when you and I go do shit, we've got a, our biggest cast was what? 18 people or something. Yeah. Something like that. It, it was a lot of fucking people. And it was me setting up cameras, setting up. I was doing all that shit, and you were just trying to keep them rounded up. We almost needed, like, five people just to handle them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me and you setting shit up. And there was a lot of, like, technical shit that... Yeah. It's hard with one person trying to set up all this shit. It's yeah. Because, like, and- like, my who, who I'm collaborating with, I can't even collaborate with because you're trying to keep fucking 18 people right. not going nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, it's hard, man. When we do our next one... 
we'll, we'll figure out a way to get the funds to get the crew here. Because that would definitely help. Like, we definitely needed a better sound guy. We've got the sound guy that we have right now in Matt's group. Fucking phenomenal. Sound guy is great. Yeah. Lighting guy is great. Lighting guy is cheap. That's good. Um, the camera guy. It would be nice to not have to worry about those things, yeah, too. Yeah. You and know? and I don't necessarily need, know if we need to have a camera guy um, because we've got you. Um, but on the same token, if you'd rather just straight up direct and let him film it, then you're good to go, too. As long as he understands, I'd have to have a discussion right. with him. Like, he'd have to... Sometimes I feel like I don't explain things properly. Like, mm-hmm. I see it in my head, and I can do it. That person's going to have to understand what I'm trying to say. Right. So maybe better off if, you, if we don't. Because we can edit ourselves anyways. So I would say, yeah. I, I would, would love yeah. to be able to just sit there and explain... What I want done in this scene, they have their script or whatever that's mm-hmm. supposed to be done. I have a discussion with the camera guy. This is how I want it shot. Are you the cinematographer, if you want to call it that? Mm-hmm. And then just sit in the chair and watch the screen and see mm-hmm. how that plays out. Because that may, that would be huge. Just, I've never actually sat and done that. Everything has been, I've got the camera in my hand and I'm doing it myself and I'm shooting right. it. Right. And it's, you know, you're thinking about all this shit while it's happening, and and you know, it, there's a lot. It, it's a different. I have a different style of doing things, but we also haven't had the huge crew. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I really liked having the crew. It was the first time I worked with yeah. a big, huge crew. Well, it was great. It helps if everybody's doing their job. Yeah, hey, you can streamline a process, mm-hmm. and you can take more than two takes, rather right. than well, we'll take the better of these two because we don't have time. Because now I have to spend an hour setting something else up. If I had a crew doing that, right. It'd be amazing. It would be. So, yeah, I don't know. So we got all those on the back burner, yeah. I guess. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. If anybody wants to be in a movie, uh, we're still working on one and we need some volunteers. Yeah. It'll be interesting if you want to reach out. Yeah, podcast at gmail.com. Reach out and say, hey, I want to be in your fucking, your little uh, movie. Yeah, reach out and touch someone. As long Isn't as it's 18 or older. Yeah. No, it was uh, AT&T's slogan. Oh, yeah. It was their slogan. <laughs> I love UPS's slogan. What is that? What can Brown do for you? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It is weird. It's kind of racist now, isn't it? Whoa, maybe. Maybe just kinda a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Let's think if, if Trump said it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Grab him by the brown. <laughs> Grab him by the brown eye. <laughs> Fuck it. Get out of here, Tyrone. God. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> next up. Yeah. Uh, well, I had a thing. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'll buy myself another week. Okay. Um, and then I'll talk about it. Because once I talk about it, then I have given myself a for sure live oh, de- yeah. deadline. Yeah. And I'll just push it off because we kind of went longer on that movie segment there. We got to get into the debate. Oh, yeah. Uh, it looks like Mil Nye is, uh, he has been waiting in the wings. I've had his audio turned down. He's chilling there. Thumbs up. There we are. And uh, Joe Biden still having audio issues. This is a little disheartening. But, uh, you know, things are weird at the Biden uh, estate. So uh, they are having audio issues. But his speechwriter is there with him. And he will be, will basically do what we did last week. I'm going to ask the question. Bill will go first. And, um... Then uh, Joe will respond. The speechwriter will then type his response to me, and I will read it. 
Are we all understood here, Dave? Yeah, it makes sense to me. All right, let me turn uh, Bill's audio up here. Hey, Bill, can hey you guys. hear me? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. You're good? You can hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Great. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me once again. Uh, do, right off the bat, did you have a new slogan this uh, week? Yeah, I do. Are you going to shoehorn that into um, your... I'll say it now. Okay. Uh, apparently, people also didn't like bring me home to your mom. Um, so what I did is I went back way back and I, I read, I was looking at some of the slogans from the eighties, like where's the beef and who's the man, who's your daddy, things like that. And, um, what I came up with this time, because I really firmly believe in this one, um, I'll put the cum back in your well. Uh, what? <laughs> I said, I'll put the cum back in your well. You'll put the cum Back in okay, all right. You're welcome. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, um, you know what? That may work. I'll put the cum back, back in, in your, your well. well. That's right. Gotcha. You know, I think if I saw it visually, Bill, it would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, it would and, be. You know, if I, I, I got some I, T-shirts made up. I'll send them to you and and, and your co-host Dave. Um. I'll have my people call your people to get sizes and stuff and addresses, yeah. but I'll send you guys some t-shirts. Absolutely. Um, I do have all three slogans, um, so I can give you all three oh, you slogans all three on t-shirts. Shirts. Yeah, awesome. Sure. That would, you know, that I would make be them great. Right when I come up with a slogan, and I make the t-shirts right away and hand them out to people, and, and you can buy them online, too. Now, as the moderator of this, I don't want to come right out and say that I intend to vote for you, Bill. Oh, I appreciate but, that. I really, I really do. But I will wear your shirt. Oh, cool. So I, I'll definitely support you. If Biden wants to send me some shirts, I'll, I'll wear shirts for him, anybody. I just don't want to go on the record yet as to who I'm going to vote for. Oh, I misunderstood you. I thought you said you were going to vote for me. I no, no, I, I'll wear your shirt. I just, okay. I can't, I can't give you my full endorsement yet. I, oh, I, I okay. want to hear sure. more about your policies sure. and okay. stuff. So makes total sense. I really appreciate it, Your Honor. Right. All right. And, and Joe, you can, uh, you can hear us. Joe, are you talking to me? No, I, Bill. I'm talking to Joe. Oh, okay. See, Joe, Joe doesn't you. have audio again this oh. week. Uh, that old guy really can't do technology, can he? Well, it's I don't know, understand it, but uh, okay, okay. Joe's Joe and his speechwriter are ready to go. Um, today's topic, and we're going to go with you first, Bill. Great, um, great. Today's topic will be immigration. Immigration. Yeah, the, the, the immigration, how are you going to handle immigration if you get elected president? Okay, can you can you give me the origin of the word? The, the origin of the word. Uh, I just want to make sure we're on the same page, because last time I was I was screwed up on the words you were using, you used the big words again last time. Right, well, I mean, these are the things you're going to have to be able to... Uh, right, I, I get that, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. Okay, The uh, you would like the definition of immigration... Is that what you're asking, Bill? Uh, that'll work. That'll work. I want okay. the origin. Uh, the action of coming to live permanently in a foreign country. Oh, like the Mexicans. Yes. You, okay. you could use All that right. as an example, right. I guess. Okay. Well, um, my policy on immigration is uh, they can't keep coming here to take in our jobs um, because, you know, this is the United Nations of America, and we can't have people stealing jobs from Americans because Americans need to work. To, to put food on their tables, to be able to go out and watch movies and buy porn. And I think if we put the wall up, as uh, President Trump had alluded to earlier, uh, if we put the wall up like uh, the Great China Wall and the Great Barrier Reef, I think that we could definitely keep immigration out. Um, I, I, I don't think 
that the uh, concentration camps need to be put in place just yet. Um, but I am a firm believer on uh, an eye for an eye. So if they immigrate into ours and they sneak into our country illegally, we should be able to go into their country illegally as well. Um, so we will start counting. I have Walmart greeters that have retired. I'm, I would like to put them down at the border and with their little clicker. And every time one crosses the border, I'll have them do the clicker to count. And uh, and then we'll, we'll locate that person and uh, put them to death. And then we'll have our people go over to Mexico. And eventually we'll be buying Mexico uh, as a country again and, and get rid of the cartels. Okay. Now, just a follow-up question before sure, I go to sure. Biden. Uh, what is your your plan to, to deal with the cartels? Okay. So what I'd like to do is uh, sit them down and have a conversation with them. You know, they're, they're adults. I'd like to treat, treat them like adults. If they start acting like children, I'll put them in a timeout and... Uh, I think realistically having a conversation is the first step. Um, and then actually the first step is admitting that you have a, have a problem. And, uh, I would, I would talk to them about their problem and I'd, I'd like to get them into like a 12 step program to, uh, to have them recover from drug abuse. And if that doesn't work, then we would probably have to, uh, let them just be, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not about killing drug dealers just yet. Okay. Um, Joe's telling me to, well, I'm getting a signal from the uh, the other side that uh, if there's anything else you'd like to say, he's still preparing what he oh, he's still he's still talking. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, I could go back on the immigration side of things. You know, um, well, we we should shut down Taco Bell. Um, oh, now, now, maybe maybe expand on more so than than just Mexico. Okay, how are well, you going to deal with Canada? Well, Canada's cool um, because all they have up there is moose and hockey players. And I like hockey, so I mean, all all Canadians. I'd like to buy Canada as well, um, with the money that we have in the in the Federal Reserve Bank, and I would like to buy the the property of Canada, uh, so Canada become United Nations of America as well, and it would be the fifty second state, and I would like to uh, invoke their amendment rights as well to be able to become American citizens because this is the United Nations of America, and Canada is a great place to live. Canada has great free health care. I'd like to bring that over to America as well. And uh, I think hockey should be year-round year as opposed to just the, the seven or eight months that it is. So I would like to propose that we buy Canada and then buy Mexico and by proxy blow up Mexico so it's no longer there. Because Mexico is a shithole. I've been to Cancun. It's terrible. Okay. Canada's great, though. You like Canada? Canada's greatest country in the world. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, um, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I was at Canada once. Were you? I was. I went to a strip club. It was great. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, it, it appears as though Joe Biden and his speechwriter are ready. Oh, perfect. They have submitted their, their, their saying, Bill, you will get a chance to respond in a minute. Okay, perfect. perfect. And then uh, Joe Biden will get a chance to respond to, to your rebuttal. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so, Joe... The same question to you was immigration. You have uh, concocted your response and sent it over, and I will now read it. Uh, good day, Mexicans. See Hablo green card. All Mexicanos can jump that wall, and then we can talk about this mor- this tomorrow morning. When I'm elected senator, I will tear down that wall, and then we will get back together soon. I think I farted and a little poop came out of the house. Thank you. Fuck Canadians. Okay. <laughs> um, um, 
Can I? So would you like to respond to that? Yeah. Bill? Um. So I don't know what a Connecticut is, but uh, I think it's it's harsh. Well, I and think he was also trying to respond to you okay. while giving his own. I okay. feel like that part was an after afterthought. He was trying to shoehorn Canadians. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Th- thumbs up and a right. giant smile. So so um. Let me first by saying thank you, Your Excellency, for having me here again today. Um. I think it's racist to say fuck the Canadians. Um, it's not right. Canadians are people too. I think they're more American than you are, you're, uh, Joe Biden. I think you're a, an old piece of shit asshole. Um, you, you don't ever make any sense. And it's my 13th Amendment right to call you on your bullshit. And, uh, so therefore I'm calling you on your bullshit. I think that you, all you do is smear campaigns. You're talking, you know, you, you, you are in bed with the Clinton Foundation. And I know that you, you have put people on that hit, hit, hit list that they have. And I think that it's not fair for, for the American people to be duped by you and the, the, the ruling elite. And, uh, I, I wish nothing but hell to you. And I hope that you die of a bad illness. Um, probably one that you guys have created and put out in the world. I'm not going to say COVID-19 because I think you're okay. But I think the COVID-20 is probably what's going to take you out, uh, which I think you guys are probably doing another rehearsal dinner in New York again in October this year. So I hope maybe perhaps that's when you get it. Um, until Bill Gates, I, 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 I'd like to go for him as well. And when I'm, when I'm elected president, um, I'm going to continue on Trump's legacy and I will, uh, definitely arrest the Gates and, uh, blow up the foundation. And, uh, Joe, I would like to, uh, offer you, uh, immunity if you testify, uh, against the cabal. And if you don't, then we'll just throw you in Gitmo because we got new, new places up there. So I know you're called Sleepy and, uh, I don't know where the other six dwarfs are. But uh, we'll put you in jail with all of them. Call me Snow White. <laughs> Mic drop. Wow, that was uh, quite a response, Bill. Um, Joe, do you have a, a rebuttal to uh, what Bill has just said to you? Okay, we're getting a thumbs up, and they're sending it to me. Okay. And I, I will read uh, Joe Biden's response. This is his rebuttal, Bill. Ben, you are completely wrong in your stance on Canadians, and my 13th Amendment states that the company has been delivered to the new year. I love my sister, and my wife is not defrosted. My penis hurts really hard. Hip-hop. Okay. Um, um, no, I'm sorry, Bill. There's, there's, there's no rebuttal. If, if I give you a rebuttal, then Joe has to have another rebuttal. All right, your judgeship, I understand. Can we have a salad bar? <laughs> If, if you would like to rebut, I have to allow Joe to rebut. If, right, if, you, well, if, if you, you go ahead. No, it's fine. I just, no, you can go ahead. Joe, are you okay with if he rebuts? Joe has just stood up and pointed to his butt. So I, I say, Bill, if you would like to go ahead, I, I'll give you two minutes, and and okay. then this is it. Um, first of all, I am a lawyer of my peers. I went to Bob's Online Learning. I don't know where he got his lawyer degree. But the 13th Amendment has nothing to do with businesses and closing shop and whatever nonsense that you said. Um, I think you're, you're making a mockery of this wonderful country, the United Nations of America that we live in. I am a United Nations of America citizen and I believe in the Bill of Rights and process of due. And I get my due in the morning just like everyone else does. So I think here to, therefore, Duter, I'm in it to win it. And you're the weakest link. Wow. That's, uh, 
Those are strong words, Bill. Testify, Your Honor. Those are strong words. Joe, do you have a response? They are giving me the... Hang on one second. Okay, they're getting... They're, he's typing it right now. Joe is... I can see his mouth moving. He is He is speaking vehemently. He looks very angry. Oh, that's great. And the uh, speechwriter is writing, and uh, they're going to send it here in just a second. Yo, Ryan, I don't, I don't know about you, but I think Bill is actually on fire today. Yeah, I, I really do agree. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess he can hear. I don't know. Um, okay, it yeah, looks like I can hear you. You, you guys are good. Yeah, we're good. Um, okay. I'm still here. Okay, uh, Joe's ready. Um, he's just sent this over. Uh, kiss my ass here, right here. Eat my wife. I will take you out back and kick your address. Okay. Well, I, I feel like this is getting very, uh, <laughs> um, it's getting very intense between you guys, and this yeah. is only week two of the debate. Yeah, I think it's getting heated. Um, it's getting heated. Uh, I think if I didn't realize immigration would be such a hot topic. Oh, it's a very hot topic um, because it's down by the equator, and I mean, if you can't take the heat, then stay out of the sauna, and wow. uh, don't drink the pool chemicals. They're lemonade stand, man. <laughs> okay. Um, can I just ask Bill what he means by lemonade stand man? I would assume it has something to do with peen in the pool. I don't, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. He did I, mention something about that. I, um, no, um, he, he looks like the Kool-Aid man to me, so I don't want to infringe on copyrights. So I didn't want to call him the Kool-Aid man. So I called him the lemonade man because <laughs> that's what he looks like to me. <laughs> that's, that's funny to me. He's a lemonade stand man. Oh, okay. Well, um, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bill. Uh, Joe has just sent over one more thing. It's a drink my piss, Ben. So I, I, I feel like, um, we're gonna, we're gonna end wow. this, this, today's debate. I feel like there's. Thanks, thanks again for having me, Your Honor. Yeah, uh, wow. Thank you, Bill. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Your like I said, uh, I'll put the comeback in your well. <laughs> it's very good. I really like that one. Um, Joe, thanks for being here. Joe has left the uh, the chair. It's just his uh, speechwriter now. Probably going to piss right now. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully next week isn't so um, contentious and uh, yeah, it got and, heated really and quick. violent. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we were actually on a stage, these two would have started oh, fighting. I could totally see that. Like Joe yeah. really, like he's always been very like he. He always says he wants to kick Trump's ass. Mm-hmm. Now he's trying to kick Bill Nye's ass. Like he's just—I feel is like he he's, a fighter. Like is he doing karate or something? I don't know. He just seems uh, like he wants to kick people's asses. Was he I think a bully? He, I was going to say either he got bullied and now he's trying to reverse the roles, right. or maybe he was a bully all his life. Yeah, and and you know it's weird. Like it, some of what he says just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I I I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it either. But I, I feel like he, like you know, him talking. I think. Now, I know this isn't Think Tank, um, but maybe what he's saying is we can decode. He talks about eating his wife. Is that like him telling the others that they're going to eat his wife to get her adrenochrome? You know, I don't I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. Okay. Well, I was just trying to I'm trying I mean, to figure it out because it never makes any sense, and that's what we did with the other, you know, celebrities. Right. And it, maybe in a, in a future debate question, I'll ask what their stance is on adrenochrome. Okay. I mean, I don't know. 
Um, obviously, crazy. last week we did, uh, what was it last week? Abortion, abortion this mm-hmm. week, immigration. I'm trying to hit the, the main ones and towards, yeah. get closer to that. We'll get into the nitty gritty. Okay, cool. I mean, I want to hit these big ones first. So. Right, well, it makes sense. I mean, that's important topics. Yeah. I think people care about these things. They do. So, they do. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. It's interesting. That yeah, was different. I mean, I've never seen Bill get so excited over things, you know. Yeah, but he's, he's really he's really proud of his degree from Bob's Online Learning, and he he always well, manages to sneak that in somehow. Yeah, we we we've heard all about that in his court mm-hmm. cases, and mm-hmm. now he's uh, shoehorned it into his presidential yeah, yeah. Uh, campaign. At this point, I'm going to give the edge to Bill. All I right. feel like I feel like Bill's got the edge against Biden. I mean, that doesn't mean he'll always have that, though. Biden right, could really right. come out strong here. Well, they call him Sleepy Joe because he's sleeping now, but he'll wake up at some point, yeah. right? That's what they're saying. You have saying. to assume. Yeah. Um, Everybody wakes up at some point, right? Eh, some people stay asleep. Yeah, true. So, Bunch of sheep out there. Uh, he doesn't call himself Sleepy Joe. Just no, I know. Yeah, Trump I know. does. Yeah. Uh, it's more like Creepy Joe, too. Uh, yeah. With uh, the latest. Tara uh, Reid, man. Tara Reid. I can't believe that actress. Uh <laughs> he, uh, he felt up the actress, huh? No, no, it was before the different boob job. Terry? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was a uh, different Terry. I don't even know who this other Terry Reed is. I don't either. Um, but yeah, he's got that to deal with. So yeah. I didn't want to get into that today. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he's probably getting a lot of firing questions about that right now. It'll be interesting to see as time goes on if anything like that comes out on Bill. Like, did he has? Does he have any uh, skeletons in the closet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I mean. He seems squeaky clean. Uh, yeah, other than, you know, maybe not being the greatest attorney. Yeah. He seems pretty pretty squeaky seems, clean. But seems to be on a level, you know. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad attorney. I just... Oh, no, he's a bad attorney. We've just dude. never seen him really, like, win a case. He got close a couple times, didn't he? Well, he gets close and then he, like, says something he shouldn't. and I, <laughs> He they, gets in contempt a lot. Yeah, the poor guy. I feel like he's, like... Now, I don't know if you've caught this, but every time we've heard him in court, he calls the judge like dude, and I think the guy's name, but you being the moderator, he's called you like your honor, your judgeship, Majesty, your, your I mean, excellency, yeah. like, it's, does he, does he think you're kind, a judge instead I, of a moderator? You know, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, if we, you know, I, I, I could ask him that. I feel like that's not pertinent to the debate, though. No, it's not. I just, I just think it's funny that he does. Yeah, that, it's you know? it's weird. I, I he's like a weird it. dude. I kind of like it. It yeah. makes me feel, you know, like important. Yeah, kind of. Mm. I mean, I am moderating the presidential potentially yeah. than one of the next president's debates. I mean, yeah, it's a big honor, bro. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is at some point these two guys are actually going to have to debate Trump, right? Not necessarily on the show, because Trump's administration will not respond. Right. Like, they don't want show. anything to do with this podcast, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I don't know they, maybe they need it to get closer, too. They want to see maybe one of these guys will drop out. I don't oh, know. Oh, it could be. Could be. Um, but we have locked in those two right up to the election. Right. Maybe Trump will jump in at some point. I don't he know. He might. He might see the, wait to see how it goes. Yeah, maybe jump in you the know, last minute. Giving them enough rope to hang themselves with, maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a good strategy. It is. You know, I mean, it's weird, man. It's, it's Trump's presidency to lose at this point. Yeah, so. and this is the most I've gotten into politics just by sitting here and listening to the debates. You know. Yeah. Now, who, so. who are you leaning towards at this point? Of the two or of the three? Of the two. Oh, definitely, Bill. 
Bill, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I think, Joe I think Joe's distracted by, man. by things right now. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of, I'm getting frustrated that his audio's not working. Yeah. I don't mind reading his response. I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. And I think it's got to be, there's a reason behind it. I think he's probably cheating. Maybe. Is what I'm thinking. He Maybe. might be Googling his answers. <laughs> I don't know. Those um, answers don't well, seem Well, yeah, they Googled. don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. They but. seem like ramblings of somebody who has dementia. Maybe I'm maybe just. I don't know. I'm not accusing of that. I'm just saying that's kind of what it seems like. Maybe we could set him with Steve Aids. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll have Steve Aids pop in one of these times. Do a Skype and, phone call with him yeah, or something. Something. I mean, maybe Joe's got coronavirus. I don't know what the I, I don't know effects either. of that are either. So I don't. Know. I don't know. It's weird. So, anyways, uh, next week. Um, we'll have both those back on the show. Cool, cool. Um, we'll have another debate topic, and um, you and I will have more to talk about. Fantastic. I don't know what yet. Well, because we'll you what, can't see into the future. Or can I? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, lots of uh, lots of things afoot. Yes. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K, bro. <laughs> What's that from? Really? I've heard it so many times, I don't even know. Excellent. Oh, the uh, Bill and Ted's yep. Excellent Adventure? Yes, sir. Okay, I've never seen that either. I love that movie, dude. Do you? I heard they yeah. were making another one or yeah, something. Yeah, it's on hold for Corona. Is it? Yeah. Everything is. Everything's on hold. Except, oh, for, well. except for where I work. We're not on hold. Well, no. You're an essential worker, Dave. Yeah. You know what's not essential? Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood is not essential. It is not. And I bet you that really makes those ego fucking celebrities and stars, like, it drives them nuts. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Hence why they're probably going nuts. Well, then they're out of adrenochrome. <laughs> Glad you said it, not me. It's true, though. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'll say I don't give a fuck. I'll say it, too. Just not on this show. I get in trouble when I say things on this show. Oh. I get fuck. I'll say whatever I want to. All right. It's our show. Yeah, it is our show. I didn't censor him for nobody. Fuck it. Eat a dick, people that want to censor us. Five minutes. Let's end with this. Okay. Uh, You told me about this new improv show on Netflix. We were going to talk about that. Well, see, it's it's Middle Ditch and... Schwartz. Schwartz. Mm -hmm. It's on Netflix. Middle Ditch is exactly how it sounds. Middle Ditch. It's one word. If you just type in Middle, you'll see it'll come up. Um, On Netflix, what it is is it's long-form improv. So it's kind of like whose lines and anyways, except at the top of the... Each episode, they get a topic from the crowd. Then the whole rest of the episode is them acting that scenario or whatever out, playing multiple characters, switching yep. characters amongst yeah. themselves. Yeah. And this whole thing. We watched the first episode. You'd seen the first three. Yep. Well, that's all that's out that's there, all right, now. right now. Yeah. I watched the first one with you right before this episode we recorded. It's really funny. And, uh, and then I made the comment to you that I think we were the originators of long-form improv. Because prior to us doing this show, I don't ever know anywhere else that ever done long-form improv. I'm sure it exists somewhere. We just haven't heard of it. Maybe. So might, if anybody else is... live and not recorded. It could be. Well, know? we were talking about, like, Second City and SNL yeah, and Match EV and, and Who's Line. It's all sketch or it's all short form. Meaning yep. you don't have characters going on long 
short-term things or skits that last the whole time more than five minutes and what's funny is i think it's equal equally as funny is the part of them interviewing the the audience member yeah is almost as funny if not funnier than the skits themselves or the show itself like i was gonna have you play the trailer but i think you should just play the first like five minutes of episode three well i could just play the trailer can I play the? Yeah, just like I think you'll you'll like it because of how it goes. All right, so let me. I don't know what the trailer's going to do if it's going to do it any justice. Is the trailer on? It's on Netflix. Under episodes and more. What's nice is we can uh, pull Netflix up while we uh, are recording. Or before yeah. it used to be an issue. What the fuck is that? Oh, that's I click that. Yeah, that's that one thing. That's that one thing. Let's scroll up to middle ditch. Now, oops. Go back to episodes more. Click on it before it starts. Go to number three. Oh, yeah, you wanted to. Sorry. Yeah, down one more. And there's the trailer right underneath it. Yeah, okay. So you want me to play the first five yeah. minutes of yeah. episode three? All right. So it's just the first five minutes. No spoilers or whatever. I mean, you'll get to it. It's not like you can really spoil the thing, but. So here's the first, we'll say, five, ten minutes. We'll get the first hop, just so they can get the, uh, we'll go, we'll see how far you can yeah. go. Yeah. We won't, you... we won't do the whole thing. Yeah. Because we're already over our time. But, okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll give it a few minutes. It says, everything in this show is completely improvised and made up on the spot. And that's all we're giving you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. All right, so the guys just came out on stage. Will we disappoint you? Who knows? We don't know. We don't know what will happen. No. Why, Thomas? Because this is a completely improvised show. What does that mean? Everything's made up. What do you mean everything's made up? You say something, I say yes and. Mm. <laughs> so if I say something like these meatballs are really tasty, I go yes, and they are made of meat. <laughs> and I that improv. is improv. <laughs> Great! Wow! Yeah! Wow! I hope we get to that meatball scene. Oh man! It's a good scene. Oh, it's going to be a great scene. <laughs> Neither one of those people sound like stereotypical Italian people that might run an Italian meatball shop. No, we played a very kind of natural. Very natural. <laughs> but if we get to a meatball scene in the show, <laughs> mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> mama. We have to now. We yeah. have to now. So I ask you, this audience... Uh, what is something that you're looking forward to or something that you're dreading? I heard, I heard a job interview. I heard job interview. Job interview is the first thing is I heard. Is it a real thing, though? Because we're going to ask a couple more questions. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, when you explain it, maybe don't say the exact job, just in case. But any specific, any character, anything you could tell us would be very helpful. So what, what, when's that, is that coming up? Um, yeah, I'm going to get an email soon. I don't know when for, to schedule it. You're going to get uh, an email to let you know how well you did in the job interview that you recently had. No, I'm going to get an email telling me when the job interview is. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're worried about even getting the job. (laughs) You're like very far back. You just had the idea that you wanted a job. (laughs) We can work with it. We can get with it. We can get there. We can get there. Uh, So, 
came prior to this. There was a video interview, and then this is round two of the interview. Oh man, this is this yeah. is a job. In person? Uh, it's either going to be in person or over the phone. So you went? You could potentially go from video to phone. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Now let me hear what you sound like. <laughs> Would this be with this? This couldn't be possibly with the same person. It would be from a, for a different. Like you'd be interviewing with a different. Person. The video interview was with like a automated system. <laughs> okay, so your first. Who round. are you? Wait. Who are you video chatting with? If it's an automated system. Um, what, what type of job is this? It's a. It's actually a, a photography internship for a. A, a, a weekend. <laughs> A photography oh, internship for it. Uh, okay, it's for Saturday Night Live. Oh! <laughs> Man, you're living my dream! <laughs> so what would your job be to take pictures of the sketches actually happening, or backstage stuff, or what is it? I have no idea. It's... You don't know what you're applying <laughs> it just said. It just said photography department. <laughs> My man, this is crazy. <laughs> Multiple interviews for an internship <laughs> that you don't even know what you do during. <laughs> so when you say video interview, who was it with then? If it's automated and it's a video It was a weird system. It had like, for example, it would say like, you have 30 seconds to read the question and then a minute to record your answer. They're making you interview yourself? <laughs> that, that is... Wait, I'm No confused. wonder... The fucking youth of America is disillusioned <laughs> with the employment process. <laughs> what the fuck is that? So can you can you give us an example? It's it's like some somewhat basic interview questions like what has your previous experience led you to? So you ask yourself that? <laughs> For real? What is your dream dream job out of everything at the end? Let's say ten years from now, if you would be you would be beyond happy if blank happened. Working in the building that I'm applying for. Oh, uh, what a sweet boy. As a photographer. <laughs> Anything. 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 You don't care about photography. <laughs> All right. Anything uh, else? Any other, uh, any other friends or characters you're taking along the way? Uh, there was um, another one of my friends who applied to the same position, and I'm the one who got the interview. Oh, what's he like? What's oh, that other so friend, guy or girl, like? Um, he is just as passionate about it as me. Oh, is it, is it icy now? <laughs> no. No, he got another. We applied to him multiple, and he got some, and I got some. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Give it up. Uh, give it up one time. Oh, man. Cool. So. Just the whole process of the interview was fucking hilarious to me. Middle Eastern Schwartz. So I, I think that's where we leave the the listeners. So, like, mm -hmm. you've got the setup now. Now, the rest of the episode is forty six minutes. It's so for, for forty six minutes, now they act out. This job interview as the different characters and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen this one, so no, you I can only imagine Dude, be, oh, it, where they go from here. It's fucking great. Is it? It's great. Yeah, you've seen it. So I have. Um, so there's that. So everybody check out Middleditch and Schwartz. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it says season one, so I, I would assume they're going to do, what, at least eight to ten in season one? I would think, yeah. And it looks like it's a different venue, so they must be popping around. No, I think it's the same. You think so? It looked different to me. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah, I think it's different. I think they're at a different... Um, Could be. Kind of Traveling like if around. you took this on the... on the, I mean, 
how much would the setup be? It's a couple cameras. And two you chairs. Light it. Two chairs and them. Mm-hmm. It's real simple. Yeah. I mean, you, well, you remember when uh, Whose Line came to Coronado? Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was the four guys, the piano guy or keyboard guy, whatever fuck his name was, and four chairs. Four stools. Four stools. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I mean. Yeah, it's weird that they've got chairs in there because most of the improv places that, that you go to, they're, they're either stools or those type of chairs. Um, Second City had both when I was there. But a lot of them only do stools. Like, whose line does stools? Yeah. But those chairs work for anything. I like those chairs. That's what I used. Yeah. It's so pretty it's cool. good. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. So check it out, peoples. Yeah. On the flicks of net. Dave likes doing improv with me where uh, the way we normally would do it is yes and, and I say no but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes improv even more interesting for you. <laughs> yeah, I just roll with it. Don't you roll with it. Yeah, I... <laughs> Hey, how can, how many blocks can Ryan put up, and can we continue this scene? That's what it's like with me, right? Yeah, you know, when we first started, I think it's gotten way better. Yeah, it's way better now. And for me, like I've just kind of honed into my craft. Once, like I've told you this before, once I go into a character, I just Dave Block ceases to exist, and I just become that character until yeah. I'm done playing him. I think it also helps having done so many with you. And now at a certain point, there's a familiarity. Mm-hmm. So now we kind of just know. Like, I don't necessarily know what you're going to say, and you don't know what the hell I'm going to say. But there's a, a flow. It doesn't matter what characters we're doing. Right. There tends to be, a, you know, it's a familiarity. Mm-hmm. So it, it works. And this is like when you see uh, Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how the fuck can they be so good? Well, because they've been doing this for fucking 25 yeah, years together yeah, together yeah. and it's all new shit but they know each other they know how they think yeah and, and, what they're gonna do and and yet they can still just riff i mean it doesn't mm-hmm. you know and i think you know that's kind of how it works with us i think it's cool and these guys i don't know how long they've been doing this together but this this concept that they're doing they work really well together at yeah. least in the first episode that i saw yeah so it is funny their interview or they're they're getting the the initial scene put mm-hmm. together, getting that from the audience, asking the questions. It's if in reality they don't have that much to go on no. at this point. No. Yet they're going to do another forty six minutes of acting it out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it's and it's not just the interview. It's like life after yeah, the interview yeah. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. I would cool assume life. they would yeah. expand upon that. Yeah. But. It, it is. It's crazy, you know. Um, and it's funny because like they try and get information from them, and they give them the generic fucking shit, like the one that we watched beforehand, episode mm-hmm. one. They said, "Tell me about this guy. He's short." Yeah, he's well, short. What the fuck does that tell them? Now well, they like, expanded on that short character. Oh yeah, for a good majority of that yeah. whole scene. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I still maintain that uh, we were one of the first to do long form improv. I'll go with that. I mean, in in general, of the storylines of our of our mm-hmm. characters and their journeys, and then simply the one episode, I think it was episode 200 or whatever, where we did one skit and it lasted almost a full hour. Yeah. And it, it was you playing multiple characters, but mm-hmm. me interacting with each one of those, or you know, the doctor, I right. should say. Right. I mean, it's interesting, because I feel like we were doing this before. These guys are doing it on stage in front of people. Getting paid a shit ton of money. Getting paid a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. We need to start taking our show on the road. We need to. It'd be cool. Yeah. Something. Gotta do something. Anyways, 
I think uh, that's a good good teaser. Everybody go watch it. And uh, yeah, good time. I'm glad you uh, showed me this. Me too. I'm gonna watch it. I'm keep watching it. You should. It's fun. It's only it three right now. So like once a week is it coming? I don't know. I, I just showed it. I just it just showed up on Sunday on my feed. Okay. So I'm hoping that another one come out next Sunday, maybe. Yeah, maybe once a week. Hoping. Hope they do. Otherwise, three. three episodes for season one be kind of. Stupid. Lame, yeah. You know, at least give us ten. One, one well, normally they do that. They release the whole thing and let you binge. They stopped doing that though. Yeah. Well, now that we're on coronation, I think it is more of a slow release for well, people. Look at like the circle. The circle came out before Corona. And it yeah, was doing, and they were doing. They well, they did four. Six, four. Was it four, four, and four, four mm-hmm. over the like three week period? Yeah. A lot of them they're trying to they're trying to compete with like Hulu and shit. Yeah. To to draw out yep. the yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, they're obviously probably working with their marketing to figure out what's the best way to right. do a release on these. I mean, you could. These people rely on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime and all this almost as a um, replacement for your basic your, that's your, your cable. That's what we did. You know? Mm-hmm. So We haven't had cable in probably yeah, five, I don't, five or six years. I have Sling now. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, again? I, yeah, I did the seven day trial, and yeah, because Impractical Jokers is on there. Have you seen the movie? I haven't. That's one I really wanted to see. It's on Voodoo. Oh, you got it. Oh, dude, is it hilarious? It's pretty good. Do you do you like Impractical Jokers? Mm-hmm. All right, so like, they're the shit that they do is fucking hilarious to me. Like, oh yeah, I like their it's pranks. A riot, man. They're, they're funny. Um, I wish I would have seen them when they came to town. Yeah, me too. My sister and my mom, my dad won, I think. Did they? See, I I regret not going, and I I think it's because I had to work. But in hindsight, I would have really liked to have seen. I hope hope they tour once uh, Corona. Yeah, because they were going to do it. I don't know if they already did it or not, but they were supposed to do a cruise, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I like that kind of shit, so this is cool. It's what we do, so it's neat to see, like... right. You know, maybe this can build up more and we can fucking get on the... Ride the coattails. Ride the coattails. Hell yeah. All right. Yes, and. Um, right on. Left off. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. We're going to buy a director's chair. Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. 
Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311 Sometimes to ease a shitty day you gotta listen to podcasts Well, you're in luck the D2R Podcast Network is full of life-changing podcasts. Whether you're dealing with a shitty boss, a pissed-off spouse, or a cat shitting in your milk, we've got you covered. Go to D2RPN.com now, but check with your doctor if you have a heart condition, male pattern baldness, female mustache, muffin top, or if you have three or more nipples. Side effects may include anal leakage, erections lasting less than four hours, spontaneous combustion, heroin addiction, gratuitous fisting, and blindness. Seek immediate medical attention if your penis falls out. The D2R Podcast Network. Viva Podcast!